up, everybody? We're back. Another episode of Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Your host, that's me, Jason, my sidekick on the other side, D-Mac, Devin McCordy. Before we get started, for you guys, just a reminder, you can go on our, our podcast, go to our YouTube channel, Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins. Make sure you subscribe. But for right now, guys, if you want to come on here and ask a question, you got to download the Fan Cred app. All you got to do, download, sign up, do your thing on all there. Once you get on, go to On Air. You'll see Double Coverage Live. Once you get there, click the, click the green fan line button, and then your face will be face-to-face with us, and you'll get to ask your question. But without further ado, I believe we got we got our first guest coming up right away. We got our guy, C. Long. He should be coming here pretty pretty soon. So Yeah, um, we, soon can't, we, we can't waste any time tonight. Michael Jordan is the last dance. We know everybody's trying to get to the episode. We recorded it, so... Please stay with us at least till at least till about 15 minutes into the show. Like you could you could do both things when the show begins. Um, but we got some special guests tonight. Um, I spent time with them up in New England, but got to know them. They're both doing great things in football and the media and the community. So can't wait. We got a good show lined up for you tonight. Yeah, like you said, uh, speaking of Jordan, I'm I'm ready uh to watch episodes one and two. Uh we're still waiting for Chris to get on there. Right now we got Zach. Uh, and Westwood on the fan line. So as soon as Chris gets on there, we're going to bring Chris on. But we got Zach coming up uh, and Westwood first off. Zach, what's happening, man? Yeah, what's Zach? up? What's Zach, happening? How you, doing, man? how you guys doing? Good. Good. So do you guys, obviously the draft is this week. Do you guys have it, have any, like, draft stories? Did you maybe expect a different team to take you or yeah, anything else? Yeah, uh, I'll start Dev draft stories better than mine. Uh, mine, I was a six-round draft pick, so my story was just that I had to wait all day. Uh, but I didn't talk to the Titans at all leading up to the draft. Never talked to Coach Fisher, scout, anybody from the Titans organization. Uh, so when they drafted me, it was a complete surprise, uh, but obviously excited uh, for the opportunity to head out there. So my draft day was just long and boring. Yeah. yeah, for me, um, I thought there was a couple teams. I, I interviewed with Baltimore um, and felt like that went well. And then with the Jets, I thought there was a chance. Um, but mine was uh, first night is when the format kind of changed. And it was cool just waiting there the whole night. Then it got frustrating. Um, but then finally, when New England called, I happened to be in the bathroom. So J-Mac answered the phone when Mr. Kraft told him that, you know, I'm getting selected to the Patriots. Um, and then he brought the phone to me as soon as uh, Coach Belichick jumped on and the rest was history. Been in New England now ten years, so it was a it was a unique story. But it was yeah, a lot. you guys were like tricking him, uh, pretending like Jason was Demac. Yeah, we couldn't. We once it happened, once you get the call, you don't got time to say this is J- Devin's brother. You just got to roll with it. <laughs> roll, roll with the punches. Yep. All right. Thank you guys. Nah. Have a good night. You too, Zach. Appreciate you coming in, man. Yep. Appreciate you guys. We got uh, Jay in Florida coming up next. Jay in Florida coming up next. Man, text C. Long. See where he at, man. He's in line. Okay. We'll get, him, we'll get him on here quick. I don't want him complaining, talking about we took away from him. Hey, Jay, man. what's happening, man? How you doing? Oh, on dead duty. I like it. Uh, yeah, man. I got, you know, boss and everything around here. So, uh, <laughs> that, uh, I just got a question. So, um, other than obviously winning the Super Bowl, uh, what was the single best moment y'all had as brothers uh, in the first season y'all had with the Pats? Mm. Uh, 
I'll probably I'll probably say the first game, other than the Super Bowl, just the first game of, um, you know, my mom was on the sideline, our wives um, and our aunt we both got the pregame passes to be right on the sideline to see warmups. Um, and I felt like that's when it was like, it was like, man, this is real. This is the reality um, of the situation. Like we're playing together, same team. Um, so that was a, that was a lot of fun. I think just the reality of that first game, finally getting there and then getting to play the game. Um, I guess for me, I would say it was really cool uh, getting a chance to play against the Tennessee Titans that first year, uh, getting off the bus uh, in Nashville. We're walking to the locker room and I'm talking to Dev about, uh, where we used to get off and like how I used to go into the locker room, how I'd never been down this far. So I think just going through that experience with him, uh, where kind of those first nine years, we were completely separate. So it was kind of cool for me to kind of walk him through exactly what it was like. And obviously that next year we were in practice against them. Uh, but I guess that, w- that was a pretty cool moment. And I guess after that would be the AFC championship game of realizing you were going to the Super Bowl. That was the best video ever, man. Y'all celebrated <laughs> on the field. No, 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 I appreciate that. All right, thanks, guys. All right, man. Hold it down for the dads out there, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Good morning. All right, thanks, guys. How your how your how your uh, quarantine been holding up, man? We went outside today, man. It was nice out. We uh we got outside. Kids picked up rocks, threw rocks, uh, did true kid things. We still waiting on this this playground set to get here. I think in like the next week and a half, two weeks. Um, and then we'll be all set. We'll be we'll have like a, a backyard for them to do something. Man, we uh, it was nice out today. We rolled we rolled bikes. Um, Kaden he 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 rides, but he leans to the left, so trying for him not to uh, fall on his head. But it was nice. It hit sixty degrees literally here in Foxborough. As you guys know, we went from snow to sixty degrees and sunny. So uh, snow in April is is not a lot of fun. So uh, I. I wasn't thrilled about that, but the kids were fired up. See, but like I saw, like I saw a dude, dude posted a picture of the snow, and I'm like, damn, they got hit bad. And then our boy Chris Quay told me he drove to Boston and got his suits from Nine Taylor. So I'm like, why y'all overreacting, talking about the snow, this and that? And I'm like, the snow didn't even stick. <laughs> uh, we got Ben uh, coming up in Columbus next on the fan line. Got Ben coming up from Columbus. Columbus, home of Nate Ebner. Wow, he, always, he always tells me to come here. What's oh, up, I Ben? Said, uh, Nate Ebner, he FaceTimed my chemistry professor like two years ago in one of my classes. See, like I said. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if you guys have like uh, a favorite like Michael Jordan moment or like a moment where you got a pair of Jordans for the first time or anything like that. Uh, I don't know. I won't say I have a specific, but for me, looking back, it would be convincing my mom to wake up on those early Saturday mornings when certain J's were going to drop and we'd be at finish line or wherever. We'd hit the Garden State Plaza in Jersey and we'd be in line with everybody else waiting to see if we'd be uh, able to grab us a pair. So uh, that, that would probably be my memory of just waiting in those lines, trying to get the newest Jordans coming out. I was in, I was in eighth grade and it was just me. And my homeboy Jr. was the only two people in the school with the white and navy blue 16s, and I still remember that. And I was like, "That's when I felt like, man, I made it. I ain't just have like some Jordans, but I had the Jordans everybody wanted. Yeah. But only a couple, only two of us got in line and got them. 
So, I mean, ever since I still, I mean, I had some Jordan 5s on today just to make sure I show love for the for the last dance. Right, right. <laughs> What's your favorite pair? Uh, Jordan 11s. Okay. Jordan 11s or Jordan 11s. Can't go wrong, can't go wrong with that. I'm a, four, I'm, a, I'm a ones and four guy. Oh, yeah, ones, four, right and now. 11s. Can't go wrong there. Those, there are, my go. Those are my go-tos. There you go. There you go. Appreciate yeah, that, thanks. man. It's so interesting. I was reading, it was talking about they had all of this footage just locked away in a vault, just waiting. And they said they just had to wait until Jordan gave the okay. And they said, like, four years ago, he said okay. And then that's when, like, they began the process of, like, putting this stuff together and getting it going. But, like, before that, they just had this stuff. Just, But I saw that they said it was, it was like, during one of the Cle- Cleveland Cavs finals. Yeah, that he yep. finally located it. it. I wonder, like, what, what makes you be like, all right, now, you know, now I'm going to put it out. And then, like, what about the other people? Like, I know it's Jordan. But, like, you still got Rob, man. You got Pippen. You got Phil Jackson. Like, all of them are in there. Like, they don't got no say on if we release this footage. Oh, somebody got a question. Uh, got a question for you. Um, being a leader, Dev being a leader on the defense, what do you think y'all need uh, – to do to be successful this year? Oh, I said, it said it's Jay on YouTube. I think I, I mixed that with you and Jay. So you get that. Um, play, play good defense. I think the key thing we talk about every year is situational football. Um, yards are important. All of that is cool, but it's all about what do you do on third down, red area, and in two minute situations. And I think if you can win those, you can have a good defense and you can win games just by doing those simple things and being just a good situational football team. So that's always a focus of ours. Um, and I think that's something that we're always going to, uh, we're always going to be focused on. Yeah. I got one Larry on Facebook, uh, Larry Fernandez. Do you think Gilmore will get traded to, uh, to save cap space? Um, obviously we don't know the answers, but you asking my, I, I do not envision that, um, that dude, since I've been on the team, has been the best defensive player I've gotten the privilege to play with. Um, he's been insane. So uh, I can't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't foresee uh, that happen. I fully expect uh, to have Gilly lined up uh, when September hits for sure. Don't say it that way. No shot. It's not happening. Larry, don't, don't read the reports. And it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, we got um, we got Mike in North uh, Andover is next on the fan line. Somebody, Josh Allen said, "Patriots don't tank. We are the tank." <laughs> That's a pretty good one. What's up, guys? How we doing? What's happening? Doing good, man. Mike, what's happening? Not much. Just, just chilling right now, doing some homework. Oh, okay. Yeah. Studious. Yeah, I had work today, so I didn't have time. So I'm just grinding it out right now. I respect that, man. Yeah. So uh, I've been listening to a bunch of music, like old music. I assume you like Biggie and stuff like that, Tupac. Mm-hmm. Who's like your top? Who's your top five all time? I both. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Uh, for me, we'll come up. With, we'll come up with one together. Yeah. I'll go. Jay Z's number mm-hmm. one. Um, Biggie's in there. We East Coast guys. Uh, yeah. J. Cole. J. Cole. Mm-hmm. 
Jadakiss. Drake and Jadakiss, yeah. I, that's what I would go. I mean, you can, always, you can always input different people, but I think from like, especially when I got to the age of like understanding what I was listening to, those have been the people I listen to the most. All right, you're finished. We got Chris Long backstage. We got to get C Long in here. He's been waiting. So we got we got uh, we got C Long back here. So the Jordan joints coming up. We got to get him in and out. You're gonna have to move fast on your questions. We don't need to hear about y'all glory days back when y'all won the Super Bowl. Back when he beat you in the Super Bowl. Go ahead and move on. Yeah, I mean he he already knows how I feel. He he celebrated his second Super Bowl win a lot more than his first one. He likes his Philly people a lot more than us, but um, it's okay now. We're still we're still friends. Hey man, <laughs> let let the people know how's retired life. <laughs> retired life is great, man. I mean, it's a heck of a way to have to get used to being retired. A pandemic, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know, other than that, um, I don't mind it. You knew I was ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, you always talking so. You know, you, you say you're ready and then you see you just envision sacks and then you're like, ah, I could come back, you know, like. Dude, I do. I, do. I still I, I still um, maybe one day a week I think about coming back. I mean, your boy was Nico, one, it was one day a week. I actually like playing at the end. So. I mean, Nico <laughs> and texts me and tells me he can set the edge. And he yeah. just needs more. He just needs more than minimum to come back. Man, you know, you know, I can set the edge for you, big dog. Just don't put me in that three technique. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. question. Yeah. Why has it always been so important for you to be a leader off the field with your with the Water Boys organization, different charities that you do, giving back with education, all the different things? Why has that been so important to you? Well, first off, on a serious note, I am honored to be on this this show here to my favorite guys here. Totally. And Deb and Jace, we never got to play play with each other, but your brother, he's all right, man. Uh, we we had some good times. A great teammate. Um, I uh, listen for me. I think we we've all been very fortunate to play this game at the level we played it at. And when I reflect back on my journey, and I know you guys probably feel the same way, there's a hundred times. Look at you guys, like LeBron with the Vino. <laughs> the wine down. Wine down. I mean, it's like, am I at the, you know, the shop or is this like, I mean, this is awesome. Um, I would say like you look back on your journey and you realize any player in the NFL, a hundred things they did or just bad things that could have happened by chance could have happened and derailed your career. And it didn't. And I played 11 years in the league, left on my terms. I've been extremely blessed, lucky, whatever you want to call it. So um, having made the money we make to play a game, having the platform we have, it's, it's really a no brainer. It's kind of a responsibility. Um, and it's the bare minimum. Now I'm not knocking guys who don't do anything, but I will say you'll look back and I think you'll think it's a wasted, uh, opportunity if you don't do anything. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, we got a question from a fan, Tammy on Facebook, uh, said, Chris, what will you miss most about, uh, seeing Brady out there on the field? Well, whenever that happens, maybe in five to ten years, and he's not, he's not on right. the field. Um, I guess I'll, I'll miss watching a superstar in sports, not just football, mm -hmm. that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt he is an authentic, great person, a humble, down-to-earth guy. And I think like that's pretty cool to have an opportunity to turn on TV and say, hey, I played with that guy, even for a year, got to know him a little bit, not as well as you know him, Dev. Um, but, you know, 
what we saw every day, he was authentic. He was everything you want him to be. And like when I turn on the TV, it's cool that I can like have my kid watch Tom and I can say without a shadow of a doubt, this guy is a legit dude. Hey, Jay probably has the coolest thing. Like his wife has a picture of like Tom trying to give his son a high five. And his son's like, nah. <laughs> I'm good. Nah. Like you, you know what? Realize, like, you when we were kids, no when clue. I was a kid. I always tell oh, the story, yeah. like, I met um, Barry Sanders. He's my one of my favorite players of all time. Definitely my favorite running back of all time. Um, and I didn't remember meeting him because my dad didn't make it a big deal. He didn't force me <laughs> to realize. And then I got to meet him as an adult. And, you know, Bo Jackson was in my house growing up. It wasn't <laughs> like, hey, Bo Jackson's in the house. It was like, hey, they're one of dad's. One of dad's. dad's. <laughs> so, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. That's a good point, man. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna play a little game. We're gonna do a little word association game. We're gonna say one word or maybe two or three words, and you just answer as fast as possible. The first thing that comes. I don't in process. Mind. So you know this kind of head, man. Yeah. I'll I'll start it. New England Patriots championships. Philadelphia you need, Eagles. You need, two, you need two more, or did you say one or three? No, that's okay. fine. Whatever the first thing that popped in. Philadelphia you know. Eagles. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah. Hart. Mm. Rams. Money. <laughs> Devin McCourty. Leader. Martellus or Mike? Like, in what situation? <laughs> 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 what situation, um, bro? Breakfast table? Let's just say in life, like no football, just if you had to spend a day. Mike, I mean, because me and Mike played together and we lined up next to each other. Now, yeah. me and Mike, I always say this, we have a great time together, but we can't, a day is the, the max, I think, because we would end up killing each other. <laughs> like, we just argue like we're married. You know, I try lining up next to him, and this joker's in a three technique, and he's six inches outside the C gap. And we're like, <laughs> don't worry, bro. He's going to get there. He's going to get there. But I could hang out with Mike all day. He just makes me laugh and laugh until, like, my face hurts. No doubt about it. Uh, your first sack. It was Eli. It was mm -hmm. Eli. I beat uh, McKenzie. I think with an inside move. And then I Eli ended up being my second to last sack in my career. That brings us to this one. Who was your last sack? Deshaun, I think. I had three against last day you have a sack. Well, Drew Brees in the playoffs, but regular season it was it was Deshaun. So my last yeah. day in the regular season was a hat trick. I feel pretty good about that. But that's a nice No, no, I had two. I missed I missed I should have had four that game. Yeah. Two. That's a nice way to end your career though. Yeah. Two breeze and start with Eli. I will let you go after this. Michael Jordan. What do I think about? Michael Jordan. Discomfort. I just think about how comfortable he was being uncomfortable. I think mm -hmm. about, and I think you'll see it probably. Or who knows? This this is like this footage has been under lock and key. But you, we know like just the whispers of what he was like. You have to live your life a certain way. 
and you have to sacrifice everything. And I'm not sure like we could sacrifice that. Like yeah. this guy's a sociopath. Yeah. I mean, and, and I respect him for that. Yeah. So you guys enjoy that vino. Yeah, man. Like we promised, yeah, man. Man. got you right in time. You get in front of you. I know you got probably a, a big screen. Uh, enjoy the night, man. Enjoy, enjoy Michael Jordan. Thanks, guys. Good talking to y'all. Hey, appreciate you coming on, bro. Okay, buddy. Pretty soon we're gonna have uh, Kay Adams coming up uh, from Good Morning Football to NFL. She's just all over the place. We were down in Miami. She was. Did you see the comments as as Chris Long came on? People were like. Man, where's Kay? All, all, <laughs> all heart emojis. Uh, but be before we bring Kay on, uh, just want to remind you guys, go get that fan credit app. And if you want to get face-to-face to ask us a question, all you got to do is look for on air. You'll see double coverage with the McCordy twins. Press the green button, and then you're right there. You'll be in line to come chat with us. Uh, we got Kay. She's backstage. Here she comes. Kay is backstage. Oh, hey, Adam, here. You guys, I can't see you though. Hold on, give me one minute. You guys see me? We're good. Yeah, we see you. Yeah. We How are you guys? guys? We're good. We're doing the video. Good morning. Angela just um, said, "I love Kay." Kay. She's backstage. Here she comes. Oh, Kay's backstage. Oh, I think it's running on a delay. Hey, I'm here. You guys, I can't see you yeah. though. Hold yeah. on, give me one minute. You guys see me? We're good. Hold yeah, on. We see you. Yeah. <laughs> Are we good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, now. I don't know. I can't. It's like I can't get it to work. There we go. I think it worked. I'm I'm like allergic. Okay. Devin knows. Devin, I'm allergic to all of this stuff. I'm a tech boomer. First of all, congratulations on this. And I just tweeted this out. I'm so proud of you guys for being the two people who are going to go up against the last dance and stay live and be live, even though the world is watching Michael Jordan, because I will tell you, I have been on television for like seven Super Bowls when nobody's watching me. And I'm just like, okay, cool. This is fun. <laughs> don't worry. But we will make sure you don't miss too much of the last okay. dance. Stuck. <laughs> so what's, what's quarantine life been like for you? What you been um, I was on vacation right before. So I was in, the Middle East, I was in Jordan, I was all over. And then I went and flew straight to Costa Rica when it all kind of started. So people, you know, I started seeing a couple people with masks and it wasn't that crazy. And then I went straight up into the jungle, Jason. I was, I, I was off the map, off the grid. And by the time I got back towards where I had service in the airport, there was no travel from Europe. Everything was shut down and I was like, am I going to get back to New York? So luckily, God was in my corner in a big way, got me home, got me safe. And I wish I never came back because I came back to like a no toilet paper yeah. society and I'm lonely yeah. AF here in New York City. But I'm busy. I'm working. Well, Good Morning Football is back tomorrow. I don't know if that's, that might be breaking news. Good Morning Football is back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Eastern live from this velvet couch. There we go. Well, uh, Draven will be happy. He said he watches you every oh, morning, yeah. and he loves he loves your input on Patriot News. Oh yeah, there's lots of stuff going on with you guys right now. <laughs> okay, the inside source. What what made you want to get into doing what you do? Your love for sports, football. 
Like what made you want to do? I just all hope this? you guys know how much I love the two of you and how happy I am. For, I hate answering questions about myself, so I hate all of this, but I love you guys. Uh, I think it sort of came naturally to me. Honestly, how I got my job, I wanted to do like e news and talk about the Kardashians and all of that. But when I was uh, in school, I took like a part time radio job from midnight to six in the morning, six hours in the middle of the Ooh. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I yeah, and. I did the top 40 station, like all the pop culture stuff. But at three in the morning, I'd go get coffee in the break room and it'd be the ESPN affiliate guys that would be like, hey, what do you think of the Chiefs? What do you think of the Rams? I went to Mizzou and uh, I would talk talk with them. And then I just hop on, you know, by the time by the time I was like two months into it, they, they were inviting me to come on the air in the middle of the night. And it sort of grew from there. And then I took a job in radio on Sirius and Devin, you kind of know, I just take every job and, and yeah. I, I really love it. I really loved it. When, when I was starting out, I really, really, really loved taking every new job I could. You had to slow that down now already too big time for all of that. Yeah, can't, can't say yes to I all of them. I met Faye I met, yeah. I met as she was going up. When she was a little smaller time, we did a show together, a weekly show called Quick Slants with our guy, Tom Curran. Um, and Tom would always be like the focus guy. And I would walk in and Kay would just be like, what's up, Dev? Yeah, we're going to have fun today. Don't worry about it. We got this. She, just, she made everything so easy. Oh, so. thank you. I just, okay. It's crazy made- that I would I would go. But that, that's that's the dedication. You guys are dedicated to your jobs. It was like that with me. I had to. I lived in New York, Devin. I lived up there half time, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just did everything I could to get up there. I loved going up to Burlington and doing those segments. We'd be up there. Our show was a half hour. I didn't care how many people watched it. I just really, it was everything at that point in my life, early starting out, was about my job. Like I, I, it was hard for me to just to, in my eyes, to like not keep those blinders on. Um, so you, you can call me the Michael Jordan of broadcasting. It's fine. It's, you know, that's the high. So like, like you just said, you're climbing the ladder. You're continuing to achieve a ton of things. What advice would you give to young girls out there that aspire to be in sports, whether it's coaching, whether it's commenting, uh, analysts, whatever the case may be? What advice would I you think give to just ugh, it's hard. I'd say don't turn things down. Do even the nitty gritty work. I can't tell you how many jobs that I've done that I haven't been thanked for, hours that I haven't been paid for, not getting paid enough. And really, I sort of just always told myself not to make it about being a woman. Don't ever talk about, like, make it about working harder than the dude next to you. And if you can do that, and you can show that, that there's no way that you're not gonna succeed. And the sad part is it's not always like that. You know, I think that when you're younger, you're like, I'm just gonna work and work and work, but things aren't always in your control. And you guys know that as players too, there's only so much of that. So. I would also at this point, if I'm going to like look back, because now I'm in a different world where I'm sort of feeling oh, here we go. like I feel like I need to calm down and focus on, on like other things, like uh, more of like a personal life, settling down, that kind of stuff. So I feel like also seriously, I've been thinking about that a lot got- lately because it's always been career, career, career. Um, and don't lose sight of the fact that, you know, you have to have a balance. Like you really have to fight for that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always so interesting to me because people think like football players are so unique, but like what you talked about is like exactly what happens to all players like around year seven, eight, nine. If you're fortunate enough to be in that long, it's like, all right, what's going to happen when this is gone? Like I need balance. So, I mean, obviously you just, everybody that's watching, every guy just got excited because you was like settled down. I like, oh, man, let me look at Let's do like a dating show. No, like I, I'm not. I don't have anything serious right now, but I think I need to start thinking that way, Devin. 
Okay. I, I'm, <laughs> that is the way to go. I got to get that wine right now, and I'm already like spilling my guts to you. You're pretty good at your job. Um, let me ask you guys, when did you guys start thinking about your future, or have you yet? Because I know you guys are programmed to just think about next Sunday. We're on to this next week. But you guys, I also know, don't do that. You're a lot smarter than that. I, I know you're um, oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'll start. I would say probably around probably my third year, um, that's when we started to do our, our campaign to tackle sickle cell. I think at that point we started to really think about, I think it was my third year was when Dev second, when we started our uh, youth football camp uh, that we do back home every year. That's when we started to think about, all right, like we're starting to get our feet into this football thing. We're, we're starting to have some success. I wasn't as big time as Dev going to a pro bowl, all pro and all of that. But uh, we both became starters in that time. It was, all right, let's start to figure out what we want to be off the field. And I think over the years, it's just transition. Now it's about, hey, we got this podcast going. There's different things going on uh, off the field where it's just like, hey, maybe we have some talent that we can tap into while we're still playing. Uh, and then, of course, both of us, uh, almost we have a starting five right now, soon to be a six-man coming off the bench of kids. Uh, that I take up there's six a between team. the two of you. There were four yeah. last year. I saw you guys at training camp, right, with uh, Willie McGinnis, yeah. and there there are not six. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, so, we thing too. I'm just saying. Just saying. I guess the the only thing we've been doing is playing football and having babies. So. Once you have a certain amount of babies, you got to start to plan for the future because your wife won't let you play this game of football for too long. So to me, I think it's right around the time I had my first kid yeah. of realizing, like, I got to have a game plan to be able to exit. And I still know leaving is going to be hard. Um, hopefully I just suck one year and I'm just like, I got to leave. Um, but we, we'll see. We'll see. You how to sell goes. your shoes. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I'll sell, do I'll sell my rings before I sell my shoes. Okay, that's the headline. <laughs> But, but, but before we get into our last then uh, Akoa wants to know who was your uh, favorite player uh, that you've interviewed so far throughout your career? Oh my goodness, it's a great question. It's hard because I think I've interviewed interviewed too many different types and levels. It's so crazy because we've done these Instagram lives, and you know, Devin, I consider you a friend. I was telling somebody earlier, I was like, Devin's probably like one of my closest friends in the NFL. We don't talk all the time, but like, I know I could come to you if I needed something, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, but I had a great even on these Instagram lives that I'm doing. If you guys you know want to follow the NFL Instagram, um, mm -hmm. I had like. Uh, 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 what what is uh, who was it? David Montgomery from Chicago, right? Let's finish mm -hmm. his rookie year. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. He wasn't like I wasn't expecting him to come on. It was a last minute ad because Saquon Barkley canceled on me last minute and then came on the next day. So I was you know texting everyone like who can I get this a Chicago Bear? Akeem Hicks? Where's you know Allen Robinson? All of a sudden he pops up and he's he was so fun to talk to because it was like that untapped. No one ever mm -hmm. heard his story. Nobody ever heard how he was drafted and he, you know, his where he was in his living room and why he wouldn't tell his parents where he was drafted until it came on the TV. And he was telling me about how, you know, he walked onto the field and he just kept I, any, any interview where somebody keeps it all the way real. And it's not the same mm -hmm. answer that you have to give because, you know, like honestly, Chris Ev or Chris, uh, Chris Evans, Chris Long was just on here with you guys. And he told you guys stuff he would never tell me. And I had him on IG. 
you would say, I think about playing football once a week. I was like, really? I think I asked you that question and you did not answer that way. So it's all about that connection that you can sort of have, but it's a, I'd say anything that's an honest answer. Like him telling me, I went out and, and I'm like, oh, I have to go up against Khalil Mack. Like I used to, I play with him on Madden, like one uh, what is this? So that's kind of cool. That's dope. Hey, Devin, you want to some of my favorite shoes before I go? I because oh, no. I thought you were going to ask me to do a closet thing. Like, yeah, no, let's go. Just, better than anything we could have Satire. I don't have any. The only one I really like. Well, I have Givenchy sneaks. These are my favorite. Okay, they're good. Okay, Givenchy. Nice classic. Those are Air Max sure. 97. And some Gooches. That's oh. it. That's literally my, I'm not kidding. That's like my five five pairs of sneakers. That's all I've got. That's not the only five pairs of sneakers. I think it is. I really do. I don't have sneakers. I'm not, you texted me and said, did you play a sport growing up? And I was like, are you being mean to me? What was this mean? Of course not. I felt, I, felt, I felt the energy. We cut the question. Mm -hmm. I felt the you energy. did. <laughs> <laughs> what position would you want to play in football? What would be your go-to position? You're like such a little media darling, Devin. That's a great question. I would say something reckless, like cornerback. I could see that. You know why I could see that? I could see that. Like corner, and if you would yeah. talk so I would much talk so much trash, I'd get in the other person's head, and then I also feel like they get beat more than they get more than they win all the time, so if the, the expectations would be low for me. You know, if I actually intercepted one, it would be Rudy. It would be the moment it would be over. And yeah. that's ahead yeah, of me like right there. Nickel, nickel, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Nickel could be your next start in nickel. Oh, tell Bill, call him, call Casario. Let's get him on here. Right, we got we got our first team meeting tomorrow, so I'll throw it out hey, there. Hey, do you know that uh, Chase Winovich? I hit him up today to come on IG. And, uh, he called me, ma'am. I'm gonna need you to address that, okay? I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. I will be sure. I'll be sure to address he that. Said, yes, ma'am. And I, I just, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> just when he goes on, you have to make fun of his hair, no matter what. what. Yeah, just make fun of it. It's like, it's like call him, call him Elsa. Yeah, he loves that. Call him Elsa. It looks just like Princess. You guys Elsa. nice to him? Of course. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean. He, People love him, so you got to be a little bit nice. I love to him. him. He just—he's yeah. yeah—he's he's good. He's also got YouTube stuff going on. It's very interesting, just so you guys know, as an outsider, seeing any of these Patriots gentlemen doing anything. Like Edelman was doing it a little bit. I get that Gronk a little bit, but now you guys all have podcasts and YouTube channels. I'm like, okay, Bill, you're just you know. 2020, 2020, man, got to use. Chase is all in. He knows how many people like it, how many subscribe to it. He's all in. He's ready. Um, yeah, I love him. We're gonna let you go enjoy Michael Jordan. Go watch it, dream Long that one day. Was Luke Longley, stop George yeah. Shores, Carl Malone, the mailman. I'll got it. <laughs> yeah, hey, we well. appreciate you coming on, okay? Yes, sir. Have I'll a come back in your time, too. Bye. Mwah. I just invited my mom. Okay, great. Bye, guys. That's awesome. Okay. Kay always has high energy, always a pleasure to be able to talk to Kay. Back yeah. in her, her, her three pair of sneakers. Back uh, in, and, that's back when I was new to TV. I, I went on Quick Slants with you too and mm -hmm. killed it. I have a t-shirt with me, Kay, Tom Curran, and Nate, our producer.
I have a T-shirt oh, in the box, bro. If it was, if I had it here, I would have wore it. I never, I never, I never saw that. I'm gonna, uh, that. I'm gonna wear that to a game next year. Angela says she only has two pair, uh, and one of them are Patriot Converse joints. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I respect uh, that. Gucci gang. Uh, last dance. Somebody said last dance is here. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're telling us to wrap up or what, but did you see? Yeah. So I sent I sent Chase a message and told him a little less bleach on the hair. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, John in Kentucky coming up next on the fan line. Josh Allen, we got a lot of comments. Not to be confused with Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, but Josh Allen is here. Hey guys, what's happening, man? Pretty How good. How, how was your week? It was good, man. Same old, same. Same as last who, week. Who even knows? It's hard to know the days of the yeah, week exactly. now. exactly. Every day is different. Feels like the next. <laughs> yeah. um, got, a, got a question for you guys. With you guys having experience playing uh, Chiefs and the Ravens, Lamar and uh, Mahomes, going into the next season, who are you looking forward to making like a good You said making, making a what? Making a good in that W for the oh. Lamar, he embarrassed us last year. <laughs> yeah, that is a solid point. That was such a big game at that point in the season, Sunday night. Uh, they were ready to go. Um, but like you just both of them are just so dynamic in different ways. Uh, Lamar with his uh, ability to run and make plays, and Mahomes with his ability to just get the ball from point A to point B um, at any point on the field is incredible. So uh, I don't know if I can pick one. Those two young up-and-coming quarterbacks, being that they're both in the AFC, whenever you play against either one of them, it's going to be a huge game if you're a defender. So they're they're both, like, right there. You can throw Deshaun Watson in there, too. Like, those guys are just so dynamic uh, that you just get up, and those guys are fun to compete been, against. Yeah, you just want to – you just hope you get yeah. a win. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching, you know, like the Patriots since the early 90s, and, and I want to predict first in April – that next year defense, you guys are going to have fireworks in a positive way. Someone's going to show okay. up on your defense from somewhere else that you guys are going to like this Tom Brady. That's ah, okay. We got this. So players come and go, but the Patriots are always the ones that are always there. And all the haters are like, oh, the Patriots, they're there again. What, what is wrong with this picture? But next year, and then when I go to Kansas City, recording, I promise, and I'm going to get a jersey. Hopefully, I can get both of you to get a picture for me, but we'll see. Okay, okay. That sounds good, man. I can't wait to meet that player that's going to make us forget time, though. That's, that's going to be tough. Now. Big Murph. Big okay. Murph <laughs> okay. I appreciate you, John. <laughs> Coming up next, we got Chris from Denno. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 20 years, two decades. I don't know if there's going to be somebody to make you forget about Tom. That's that's too legendary, man. That's that'll never I don't know if that'll ever be Hello. done again. Every time you close your eyes, you can't go. What's up, Chris, man? How you doing? Not much, man. How you doing? Big Pats fan, guys. Okay. Yeah. I like yes. the, I like the Thanks. shirt. That's I got it for right. Christmas. Okay. There you go. You got a question? You got a question yeah. for us? How does it feel to play for the Pats? Uh, I guess, Dev, you could take this one. You're the guy who's been there for so long. Um, I would say it's been an honor, man, but I think the 
you know, obviously the, the Patriots have a, a ton of tradition. I think sometimes, you know, as players, you get thrown into that. But I think for a lot of times, like, we all grow up in different areas. Like, so I wasn't a Patriots fan. So, like, the history and all that, I'm like, man, I wasn't even rooting for the Patriots. Um, but now 10 years in, I would say the, the biggest thing I could say that, you know, I love most about the Patriots is just the locker room, the relationships I've built um, with people, the big names, people that everyone knows, but even, you know, people that's just in the organization, a, a woman like Nancy Meyer, who runs really the football operations, been there 40 plus years. Um, she helps me with so many different things. Always there's like a mom figure to a lot of people in the building, um, small things like that, the relationships that I've gotten to grow over the last couple of years. Um, I think about every time we step on the field, we plan, we represent so many different people, our lunch ladies who take care of us and, um, all those people who have great roles, I think, in our in our building, everyone takes care of everyone, speaks everyone. It's all like a family working together. So I've loved that, um, just having an opportunity to represent all those different people. Yeah, so uh, I'm in high school and I play football. Uh, okay. I tackle, nice. offensive tackle. Okay. Uh, what year, what year are you in? Soft, sophomore this year. Maybe school okay. year could be over early, so. Yeah, yeah, a lot going yeah. on. So um, yeah, I also lost my dad in 2017, so. Sorry to hear that, man. Thanks, this, man. Yeah, I guess just a little side story. We both, we, we lost our father when we were young. So um, I, I would say one thing that I always stay in the back of our mind is just do things that, that would make them proud and uh, yeah. just keep working hard in football and school work and, and doing those things and just know he'd be proud of you. Um, and, and just keep your head down and keep working, man. Yeah. No doubt. Know that, know that he's watching over you and you got somebody to go out there, whether it's playing football, whatever achievement off the field, somebody to strive to accomplish things, to, to show what you've become. So, man, keep working hard in school, on the field. And once this uh, pandemic's over, man, get back out there and, and get it done. Man. I will. Appreciate you calling me tonight. You too. Yeah, man. Have a good okay. night. Hey, make sure all our young people watching, man, if you don't know a lot about Michael Jordan, watch us for a little bit longer. We're going to get off here soon, but you need to get in front of a TV and ESPN and watch Mike. Mike exemplify greatness. Not everybody everybody wants to be like Mike, though. Understand that, but just watch it. Appreciate it. Respect it. Before we get to Ben and Fairfield, Larry on Facebook said, have you guys talked to Bill much this offseason? Uh, so far, this offseason has been all right, we're, it's going to be different now that we're not able to meet up. But you don't really no one really talks to their head coach much when the offseason hits until we start back up and we start meeting and all of that. That's when you start talking to your coaches. But um, it's very much a job. Like if you guys had a vacation, you're going on vacation. It's just like, hey, I'll holler at you when I see you. It's the same way with us and coaches. Like something may come up, guys, and contracts and different things of that nature where you're talking. But if not, then uh, I'm sure coaches are off their vacation, spending time with their families, and players are doing the same. So, And uh, shout out to Jennifer. Jennifer on Facebook says she, she uh, loves what me, you, and, and Chris do. So we appreciate that, Jennifer. Definitely do. Yeah, definitely. We got Ben and Fairfield uh, coming up next. Uh, on the fan line. On the fan line. Coming up next. We need, we gotta get us. See, you killed me last week, told me I couldn't play my music. We could get this jumping. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? doing yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Winding down. Yeah, so I got obviously TB12. Got to represent. Well, one time, represent. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually 
just watched a little bit of the MJ uh, before I came on here, and I recorded it to, to talk to you guys. So, uh, got a couple questions quickly. Um, who's the funniest guy on defense you would have to? Funniest guy on defense, I would go with probably me. Yeah, probably me. Yeah. I mean, a dude that doesn't play defense, but coach on defense, Mayo. Mayo's one of the funniest guys. Mayo was funny. Um, wise, because Wise is a clown. Yeah, I, like, I was at the uh, Buffalo game, and Wise actually took my hand. He seemed like a funny guy. Yeah, wise as a clown. That's not bad, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll have to agree with you. I'll, I'll go with wise. But Dev, Dev is one of the funnier guys on defense. I'll let him have that. And then <laughs> one question for Dev and a question for both of you guys. Dev, how do you set up your motivational speeches pregame for all the defensive players? Uh, something that just comes to me during the week. Um I think I like I don't write it down, but I always know that I want to tell the guy something and, you know, whatever comes up, whether um, it's reading my Bible, uh, reading the devotional, um, whenever I hear something that to me relates to our guys or relates to the week or what we've been through for the season, um, that always pops in my head. And then I kind of just go. And um, I think for the uh, what I love most about it is always from my heart and I've been doing it for a lot of years now. I know now it, it creates a lot of attention, but um, it, it's still for me the same thing. It's about being a leader of men and, and giving them my all and giving them what's in my heart. So I've always enjoyed that. And then the for you guys, what do you guys both of Steve Belichick sound like, Bill? <laughs> Steve sounds just. I I said it before. Our first meeting, Steve was like, "Hey guys, like our 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 room in here with the safeties. I'm not gonna be just talking." I sound just like my dad. I know you guys don't want to hear me talk more after hearing my dad talk. And he knows it. And it's an ongoing joke, I think, with guys on the team. But um, I love. I, I think it's been great for Steve, though, because Steve's really developed into his own type of coach style-wise. Um, how he conducts himself is it, a lot different than his dad. And um, I think it's been awesome to see as an older veteran guy. Thanks, guys. Ben, appreciate you, man. Record TB12. Always love, no doubt. We got uh, Gina in Rhode Island coming up next uh, on the fan line. Oh, I can't even look at my text messages right now because everybody's texting about it, and I'm recording. And I'm gonna start it from the beginning, so I can't even look at. You it. see, you see, Quay. Hey, what's up? How Hi, you guys Jersey. doing? Jersey, what jersey is that in the background? Yeah, well, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. I like Cam. I, I like Cam Newton. So. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're chilling. We're chilling. We're trying to keep it down on, uh, oops, sorry, on, um, you know, quarantine, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You know yep. the struggle. So, uh, my son Matthew uh, was accepted uh, this past December to play in Florida um, for the Nationals, and he, okay. he Congrats. Congrats. You know, as you guys know, the, the football down down there is a whole um, – it's a different ball game. It's like some of these kids eat and breathe football, you know, which is great. Um, so my question is, you know, at, at what point as a parent do you draw the line, you know, whether education is more important 
or the fact of, you know, playing sports is what they really want to do? Um, I would say education is uh, always uh, more important. And I would say that for the fact that um, you can be as talented as the next person in an injury can take you out of a sport in a heartbeat. And uh, for guys out of uh, me going into my 12th year, Dev going into his 11th year, um, you, you're going to need that to fall back on no matter at what point you retire. But I would also say uh, that there are ways to be able to have the right education and at the same time be able to put yourself in the best position um, from an athletic standpoint. Um, and I would also say Florida is a, a great place, a lot of great athletes. Um, I have a lot of pride in where I come from, New York, New Jersey area, and I would say uh, we have guys that are just as good. So I don't know if it's as much as the area, but there are places that kind of give you a better opportunity. But I, I would say as a parent, the thing for you to do is just make sure wherever he's going to be, uh, it's a great opportunity from an athletic standpoint. But I know for me, when I was in that position, I didn't really look at the academics or care, but my mom was right there to make sure she wasn't going to let me go anywhere if the academics weren't up to up to par with what they needed to be. So that's what I would say to you as a mom, that, hey, he's going to Florida. It's going to be far away. But, hey, as good as the school is athletically, their standards from an academic standpoint are still very high. And if they aren't maybe to where you want them to be, you can set your own standard. When me and Dev were kids, my mom would not allow us to go to practice or game if we brought home anything less than a B. So regardless of what any school was going to say, uh, she had her own standard that she set at home uh, that we had to live up to. So that that kind of stuck with us uh, throughout our entire lives. Yeah, and I, and I would just tell him, uh, as hard as those times were for us, like I, I used to hate it. Like I remember uh, getting a C on a spelling test and my mom hit me with a real threat. And and it was like I was scared and I, and it made me make sure I studied my butt off and, and did better. And I look at when I went to college and, and didn't have her there, but because she was always on us, that was my way of life. That was my routine. That's what I did. And now, you know, once I got in the NFL, I didn't realize until I got there how much I relied on that to go home, study film, do what I needed to do to make sure I wasn't a guy who only played three years and was just done. But to still be playing now, you know, 11 years in, that foundation is what made me. So I'll just say to you, some of the hard moments, some of the times you're going to hate, you're going to look back to, you're going to look back to when you get older and you're going to really appreciate that. Um, so as hard as it is, just show your mom love and appreciation now. Um, because you're gonna really, you're gonna really, really want to show it later in life, man. But uh, keep working hard. It's great to to have that opportunity to go to Florida. Um, no doubt, it's a it's, it shows that you've been working hard and you got talent. You just got to make sure you take advantage of it. Yeah, definitely, man. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Check out Mike Jordan tonight. Come on, Jay. We gotta wrap this up, man. Mike Jordan's calling me, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. We got. We're gonna bring on. We're gonna bring on one more in the fan line. Then we got two questions on Facebook before we get to that last fan line. Jennifer on Facebook said, "Who misses Gronk more? Um, you play with him longer, so I feel like that's easy. Maybe you miss him more, but you may not it's miss." Always more. bittersweet though, because he looks so happy. So like, I miss him, but I don't want to. I don't want to see him every day in football. He's too happy. Yeah, uh, Jones on Facebook. Who is the hardest quarterback to prepare for? It's like pick your poison, man. Um, I would say um, right now in our league, Tom the toughest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, you'll get the question, like, who's harder, a Tom Brady or a Russell Wilson? And it's just like they're both hard. Damn, it doesn't matter. Russell Wilson this year. 
doesn't matter whether it's a guy who stays in a pocket. So if a guy like Tom, he's not leaving a pocket, but he's as good as anybody. It's still as hard as that guy that's running around the pocket. And before we get to uh, Elin, I believe is how I say it, on the fan line, uh, Michael on the comments, are you guys going to approach the season differently uh, with Brady gone? Just um, win, baby. Just win. That's going to be our focus. That's been our focus. That won't change, man, no matter what. Fine ways. That's the way we so want it. Uh, yep. Eileen and Richmond, uh, VA, coming up next on the fan line. I hope I said it right. I might have said it wrong. Uh, but we'll see. I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good with the name. So see, I give you all of that. Hi. Yeah, I mean. Good. Hey, how you doing? It's good. Irish, but it's um, an Irish name, so it's hard to say. That's where I, I was going to go with Eileen, but I, the I know, I it's have. We're happy you're. We're happy you're here. I'm here with my son Kari, who is a big fan. He. There we go. How old? Um, he's six weeks. Yeah. Oh, not congrats! Congratulations. congratulations. Um, I'm huge fans of both of you all. Um, my sister and I actually came up from Virginia to the Super Bowl parade this past year, and we had signs that said, um, "Devin and Jason, can we be friends?" But you guys were on the other <laughs> side of like. And look, we appreciate that. Now you're friends in double coverage. <laughs> um, so my question for you all: You guys seem like you're just super fun people, like in the locker room all that time. Um, I loved that article that you wrote, Jason, when you were talking about like two McCordys is better than one. It was just really funny. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you all have a lot of fun. What is the most fun like memory that you all have, or like? prank or something that you all played. Mm. I know I know one of the, the funnest memories was when Jay Jay was he was probably like one of the first people to get married and have like a, a bachelor party and a big wedding. And I know it was like 13 of us uh like college guys went to Costa Rica and like one day we sat in the pool for like five hours with a basket with a it was a basketball or a football with a football and we had one guy out of the pool, and he would throw it up, and everybody was just jumping to see who could get it. We did that for, like, five hours. And that whole, like, four- or five-day stretch of just hanging out, telling old stories um, was a lot of fun. And then um, one of my funnest memories are the three ring ceremonies. It's just so much fun. Some of them are a little hazy. I don't remember much because of different activities we do there. Um, but those those are always fun. I took my mom my first time and then my wife wanted me the next two times. And um, just supposedly like once in a lifetime things I got to do three times. So just awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely was second. Um, that ring ceremony. I kind of told myself, make sure I remember every detail of it. So have a blast. Uh, but don't forget any of you it. see the difference between <laughs> us two. Yeah, that, yeah that's, a, that's a small difference. Uh, I, I would also say in addition as much as training camp sucks from a physical and mental standpoint of just the daily monotonous of it, um, I would say the time periods that we get, whether it's in the cafeteria, whether it's in the locker room, uh, whether guys are playing cornhole or we're just sitting around telling stories, those are some of the funnest times during uh, the year. And those are the, that's the time where we really get a chance to know all of our teammates and when bonds are really built. So I feel like 
as I look back on my career, like, of course, you're going to miss Sundays competing and going against guys and, and, and covering guys. But I look back at whenever I'm done playing, that's when I'm going to miss the most of guys sitting around. Like when we, whenever we are able to go back, the quarantine stories that guys are going to have about kids driving them crazy are going to be some of the funniest stories in our meetings. So uh, even for next week, we're starting our virtual meetings already. I can tell it's just going to be straight laughs, people trying to stop kids from running in a room and all type of nonsense. So uh, that's the uh, those are the fun moments that we get to have outside of actually playing in the game, interceptions and all of those type things. That's awesome. Thank you both. Appreciate it, hopefully, hopefully, little man stays sweet, man. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> we know the struggle. Dang, speaking of, uh, of the virtual meetings, a shout out T Brooks. We did our test last week, and, and T Brooks was on there. T Brooks talked, he's talking in our defensive meeting, and he says his son let the dog out, and he had to get out of the meeting to go chase the dog down the street outside. So that let us know firsthand what we were getting into with these virtual meetings. So I'm looking forward to a virtual offseason of just laughs and I guess some football. We got to sprinkle some football in there. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, like you said, it's coming up. We got to get to MJ. I'm almost done. I'm almost done with my wine. I may have to pour me a little I bit more. Saved I saved that. That's going to be for MJ. Last uh, it's two Two hours though. That's that's not gonna last you two hours though. I got but, up early tomorrow too though. So indeed, indeed. So for you guys, all you have to do, get the fan credit app. If you missed us, if you're tuning in elsewhere, Facebook, YouTube, get that fan credit app. That'll enable you to come on face to face and ask us a question for next week. We'll be here. We'll let you know as we get closer who's gonna be our guest coming up next yeah, week. I don't know what we're trying to do. We're trying to get we're trying to get two of New England's goats. On next week, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna holler at uh, we're gonna holler at two guys, um, and we'll see what happens. But for you guys, go on whether it's iTunes, whether it's YouTube, search double coverage with the McCordy twins. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and come check us out. Um, Mama, we made it. Mama, we it. made it. Oh, I was doing the Jordan sign. Uh, we can't see all that. Yeah, Just next time, wear the shirt and come prepare. Jordan. Anyway, man, you guys have a you guys have a great night. Enjoy a little, a little. Everybody's saying Michael Jordan. It's on the Chicago Bulls. So like enjoy enjoy Scotty and, and enjoy Dennis. Enjoy Kerr and all those other guys as well, man. They're, we'll see oh, you. They're, they're watching to see Mike too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week as Dave Andrews would do. <laughs>